When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Ship, the podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. I'm Genesis, the girl who is combating kitties today. I'm Bravada, a girl who had to spend almost $700 yesterday just to find out that my cat's totally fine. I'm glad it's nothing, but I wish it hadn't cost so much. Uh, I just wasn't eating and, like, lethargic. For almost two days and i was like let me take you to the vet i don't know what's wrong like urinary tract blockage or something i have no idea like something bad we get to the vet also my cat is a demon so they have to sedate him to even look at him mm. and um when the vet tech called me hours later to say that he was fine he was like i just want to tell you that i've been doing this for 11 years and i've never seen a cat lunge and bite like a dog <laughs> Oh, wow. My cat is crazy. Yeah, they had to dump him into a plexiglass box and gas him to sedate him. Because, like a wild animal. Ollie, knock <laughs> so, it off. That's Oliver, not Mary, my perfect potato. Oliver is my demon. Not like that at home, but you take him to the vet and he's like, fight or flight? What's that? I call it murder. I'll take you out. Do you want that's a horrible name. cat story? Like... It's one that's oh, yeah. actually random tangents already begun. Why the fuck not? Um, so, like three days ago, my mom's cat Henry, like just decided to come home, sit on the couch, and not move. Now Henry's a very, very active cat and is very affectionate, very loving, um, both indoor outdoor cat. My mom was like, "Okay, that's really weird. Maybe he ate something while he was outside that he shouldn't. He's got a stomach ache." just let the cat sleep. Day two comes around. He still doesn't want to get up. He doesn't want to move. He doesn't want to be petted. He doesn't want to get up to eat or drink. Mom's like, "Uh uh-oh, that's not good. Day three, he's finally feeling better and is up and around and moving. And that's when my mom notices he's got a puncture wound on his back leg. Yeah, so my mom was like, shit, some kind of animal must have gotten to him while he was outside. And like, poor baby. Well... A couple hours later, uh, did I say Henry? The cat's name is Charlie. (laughs) Poor Charlie. (laughs) They're twin brothers. My sister has Henry. My mom has Charlie. So I get them mixed up. But no, poor Charlie. He was cleaning like his inner leg. And my mom noticed that it was a wound on both sides of his leg, meaning that he has a through and through puncture wound on his leg. Somebody shot the fucking cat. Uh, this is why I hate people, just in general. And also why my cats are indoor only, because people suck. Yeah. 
that I mean, it's illegal, and I hope they get caught, but I I doubt they will. That's mm. the hard part. It's a very tiny so entry rune too, so we think it's like a BB, a BB gun. gun. Yeah, so. we saw a lot of those when I worked at the the Humane Society. Uh, unfortunately. I think it is appalling. If you hurt animals, you are a terrible person. I just want you to know that. Feel shame. Shame, shame. Get the fuck off my page. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we like animals here. So if you don't, then don't listen to us. We don't want you. Great. All right. But how about we get on to the actual show tonight and talk about happy things or other accidental things that happen outside in the world? Tonight, the topic is accidental romance choices you've made. So let's go around the room and say hi and get this party started. Beast mode, you're at the top of the screen. I'm at the bottom of my screen, but okay. Oh. Hello, I am Toasty or Toasty of Toasterton Villopolis or whatever variation you want to go on. Uh, Apollo, you are up next. Hello, I'm Apollo. Um, I guess I'm of Delphi. Let's go with the whole mythology thing. I like it. Apollo of Delphi. Is it Delphi or Delphi? I've always said Delphi. I've always said Delphi. Who knows? I mean, it's not like they're alive to ask. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Cloudy. Hello, hello. Welcome to our, like, our newest patron. Cloudy had joined a little while back, but for this specific episode, she's like, I need to be on this one. We have some conversations to have. So welcome to your first Patreon of Two Girls, One Ship. Yeah, it's been a great 10 minutes since I joined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it. And Shanko. I recently promoted to Captain Shanko. That's right. So here we are. I saw the name change on Discord. I was like, ooh, Captain Shanko. Maybe I should update my stuff. Make sure that for every week that you get your shout out, it is now Captain Shanko, not Commander. Recent promotion is due to the fact that uh, Psych and I are starting the podcast. Yes. So excited to hear about it. Marvel related. But as Sam once said, we'll save the plugging for the end of the show. (laughs) Um, Wow. Okay. Toasty, you're at the top of the list. Who did you accidentally romance? So I didn't really have a lot of options because I haven't really done too many romances. I know, right? Why am I on the show? It doesn't make any sense. But the one that I know for sure was an accident because I I specifically remember upsetting her with nearly every dialogue option I picked and yet somehow still managed to romance her was uh, North from Detroit Become Human because like in order to like get North to like you more, there's like a certain path you have to follow, which tends to run along the violent revolutionary track for, for Detroit. So she typically doesn't like you if you're not a violent revolutionary. Yet somehow I managed to impress her anyways, because the romance did in fact happen. Oh. And it was just, it was very interesting <laughs> because I was like, how? I think she's the only like romance in all of Detroit, as far as I remember. So it's obviously not like she's kind of there to be. But like I said, like you have to kind of pick the right thing. And I was definitely like, I don't want to kill everyone right now. I feel like this would be much better for a more peaceful ending. And it still worked out. So it was weird. I have not played that game. Have you, V? 
So I haven't played it, but I watched Jacksepticeye play it in full. And if I remember correctly, because it was a few years ago, he chose like the peaceful revolutionary path with Marcus. But I think he still did Romance North too, because just kind of like pushed on you for Marcus a little bit. I remember correctly. I don't really know why. That's how I would play the game. I wouldn't want to be a violent revolutionary, but because the whole game is about androids. <laughs> yeah, the whole game is about androids like becoming fully sentient, where they call like deviant. Mm. and it's like the my favorite part of the game was freaking connor and hank like i would watch a show about those two there because they were a cop android and like an old grizzled drunk cop and the the two of them combined made like the the best partnership i loved it so much that was so like i cared way more about that romance than the romance because marcus was a little bit too like robot jesus-y for me he was the least interesting person to me in that game that's weird. I mean, that's, I like it. The fact that a, a romance that you're not expecting to come to fruition just ends up being there. Hi, I'm going to date yeah. you whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. There is like specifically an option for Detroit. Like after, if you, if you do end up romancing her, then like at the end, there's kind of like this, I guess I don't know exactly all the endings because there's a lot of different variations on that game. But for Marcus, if, you like you get to like the final showdown part which i believe like i guess if you didn't do everything properly they could just gun you down i assume but you have the option to do like certain things i think you can like fight back you can sing a song which was actually my choice <laughs> um and then like i think you can just kiss north it's it's like i guess it's like a final like show of like look we're human we have yeah. emotions and yeah, like i like i said i picked the song because i was like oh yeah dude let me just make out with my girlfriend in front of these people with like Guns. automatic rifles <laughs> yeah. pointed at me seems like a real smart idea <laughs> yeah i think that's a good choice though because like even if marcus and north intend to romance each other to all the humans it's totally an accident because they're like these are supposed to just be unfeeling robots like they can't fall in love but that's why it was so cool. That game is amazing. Like, if you haven't, I mean, I want to play it, but I didn't have a PlayStation at the time, which is why I watched Jacksepticeye play it. But now that I do, I really need to play it. It's so, it was so good. It's a bond where you can get it for free yet? Now, as as Tosi was talking, I remembered you told me it's like on the PlayStation Plus library or something, and I really need to look at that. I haven't turned on my PlayStation in like two weeks now. <laughs> Just Aww. been busy. Yeah, that's fine. Um, is Apollo next for the accidental romance? Yep. Who was your pick, Mr. Apollo? So there was a few times in Mass Effect where I accidentally clicked. I thought I was just being nice, and it turned into a romance, so I just went back to a save because that's not who I wanted to romance. But in Andromeda, I didn't do that because I was planning, I was going to romance Cora. I was like, because she reminds me of Sarah Paul. She, uh, she reminded me of Sarah Paulson. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to romance Cora. Well, so I go and I'm talking to PB, and PB's like, hey, you want to hook up? I won't tell anybody. Nobody will ever know. So I'm like, okay. And I did, and then went off and did some missions, like two and a half hours of gameplay later, came back, talked to Cora, and she's like, you and PB, how could you? That was the end of that. Guess I'm with PB now. But I ended up enjoying. I, I ended up liking PB, so it was okay. 
but I definitely, that was definitely my accidental and I went way too far to go back. I'm not mistaken. That first time with PB is just casual and like, you don't have to romance her. And I think you can still romance some people. Apparently not Cora. You know, Cora was like, the next She's time all I talked high to Cora, yeah, she was like, how could you? PB and I had no more options in that route at all. So I was like, okay, PB um, it is. Maybe Cora was just jealous because she kind of wanted to be in Asari. She <laughs> left me for a real one. How yep. dare you? I don't know. She yeah. cut that off fast. Oh, were you you were playing as a male writer? Yes. Okay. Okay, this is Andromeda. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can romance Cora as a female. No, you can't. You can be kind of flirtatious with her and then realize yeah. that she doesn't she doesn't like women, and so it was like, well, maybe that was the problem. <laughs> I realized that because I was going to play through it as a, as a female, and I started trying that, and then she was like, I'm not into girls. Well, I just spent two hours to find this out. Should have looked it up to begin with. Gotta, yeah. love, gotta love when that happens. <laughs> I did that I stuff with only... Carrie in Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. I was playing female. You get to the point where you try to kiss him, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Wait, what happened? I know. I think with Andromeda, it's only Vectra and PB for, like, female-female relationships, even though PB's in the sorry, so I don't know if that Suvi? technically counts. Hmm? What about Suvi? Oh, I forgot about Suvi. Sorry. Suvi also. She's heavily flirtatious, too. If you're a female mm-hmm. writer, she's already just, like, drooling over you. My she's female writer is too. atrocious. I tried to make it. I didn't mean to make her look like that, but oh my god. I, could, I had to stop. I, think, I, just, I can't do this. I couldn't do it anymore. Couldn't look at myself. Yeah. I think it's a known thing that, like, the character creation is a little wonky, especially for a female writer. She kind of ends up always having crazy eyes. But Apollo, I, I made a pretty writer. I, th- I finally got it to work out right. My writer is pretty. My twin brother, though, not so much. I don't know what happened with his face. I spent like an hour making my female writer and then like five seconds making the twin brother. I'm like, I'm never going to see him. So it's fine. I also took the one shot with PB. (laughs) Did it stop you from going anywhere else or did you still get to go whatever route you wanted? No, I still got with Liam. I ended up enjoying PB. By the end of the game, I really like PB. Yeah, it doesn't bother Vetra from my playthrough. That game's just so long. I haven't managed to do a second playthrough yet, because it was like an 80-hour game for me the first time. and It's a long second playthrough. It's no longer than all three Mass Effects, but just hadn't been able to do it yet. Also, about Andromeda, one thing that bothered me is if you do end up hooking up with the newscaster, I think her name is Carrie, mm-hmm. uh, there's no option to break up with her. So even if you lock in a romance, she's like, I can be discreet. She does the same thing, but there's no way to like break up with her. And it's kind of a ninja mance in its own way. I've never done it, but I've heard from multiple people that it really bothered them. I would just not go and talk to her again. You can also do that. Yeah. Because I do plan on it. I'm going to do a Scott playthrough. And I'm not going to change the name because, holy crap, I didn't even know that that was a thing. So I'm going to play a Scott. And I haven't figured out. I think I might go PB then the... reporter and then jaw but then i also need a romance reyes and i also you know it's like there's Don't a romance lot. reyes he's the worst <laughs> he just flies away in a helicopter and you never see him again are you going for the hat trick i am i want the <laughs> I achievement that one last time it's it's like a gem too on the xbox it's like ding, and it was so satisfying wait so i could have broken up with pb after the romance and then went romance somebody else oh yeah i did not know that 
I would have done that just to <laughs> expand my romances. Yep, you can sleep with three people in Andromeda in one playthrough. You just gotta yeah. play your cards right. Yeah, I did Jol the first time, and then Vetra the second time, and I'm really sad that they didn't... Like, there was, there was only, like, ten minutes total of romance stuff with Vetra. Like, it, I think she has the shortest content, mm-hmm. or, a lot, like, littlest amount of content. Makes me sad. I definitely have a Turian thing, <laughs> but she was great. Never would have guessed. Jol was, like, came on too strong <laughs> couldn't stay with him he's like here's my family be a part of it now like whoa whoa whoa, whoa slow down to reference a previous episode i just played the grissom academy's part of mass effect 3 after romancing jack oh uh-huh. I like, it is worth worth it oh it's totally I, like, I mean it's 20 seconds of extra dialogue but it's great did you take great. the paragon interrupt absolutely and then you kiss her and then all her students cheer it was great so cute. Great. And then she keeps on foreshadowing shore leave. Cloudy, you want to tell us who you got ninjamanced by? Yeah, so I was going to do the classic Mass Effect one, but I feel like that's a common theme. So I'm going to talk about the one that happened to me, I think it was like two days ago. I'm currently romancing Hancock, and I did the DLC of uh, Far Harbor. So you go into a vault the thing about this vault is everybody in it has had their brain taken from their body and put into a robot. And so they're basically just like a brain floating in a fishbowl on a garbage can with like claw hands. And so you go into the vault and someone's been murdered. So it's your job to find out who the murderer is. And there's an option to flirt. And it's like a speech check. And I was like, okay, I bet if I flirt with this lady and her name is Gilda and she's like, she's a garbage can robot with just like a floating brain and one blue eye and this like big floppy sun hat. And I was like, I bet if I flirt with her, I can get evidence to find out who the murderer is. So I did like four speech checks to pass this. And on the fourth one, it was the hardest one possible. It was red. And I was like, I bet I'm going to get good evidence. No. You end up romancing them and sleeping with the garbage can robot. I don't know how. It faded to black. And then you wake up in the morning and she just talks about, like, how good you were. And I don't know what happened. And I am I was so, like, I felt so bad. I reloaded the save. I safe scummed. I fully safe scummed. I couldn't do it. I felt so bad because I didn't even bring Hancock to the DLC. I brought <laughs> Nick instead. And I was like, I'm so sorry, everyone involved. She didn't even give me evidence. It was the worst decision, and what? I felt so bad for the rest of the night. <laughs> was there sound effects? Because it tends to be a theme when Fallout fades to black. No, I've never gotten sound effects. Okay, because, like... Who do you get that... sound effects with? <laughs> well, so, obviously, New Vegas, which I know you're playing it, but there is a, there is a particular robot in New Vegas named Fisto, um, <laughs> and the only interactions you have with them is programming him uh, so that he's capable oh, to work in, like, essentially a brothel. Um, and you can talk to him. He says, please assume the position. It fades to black, <laughs> and you just hear drilling sounds. <laughs> so... <laughs> well, that's why I was curious if there was any sound effects that happened to be there, but I guess not. No, there were no sound effects. And, like, I'm just so confused because they have like pincer hands like they look awful and just everything involved looks really awful and i just felt so bad the entire time i'm glad that you brought that up because i i haven't done that in far harbor i had no idea you could do that notes for future fallout episodes (laughs) yeah no like i 
I thought it was a game of chicken. Like, I thought one of us would call it at one point, but ultimately I was the loser. <laughs> no. Poor Hancock, too. I romanced him only because Nick is unromanceable, which is the <laughs> greatest sin that Bethesda's ever committed. There's a mod for I, that. I know, That's if true. I only was a PC gamer still. But yeah, I no, I felt absolutely horrible. Even though I'm like, cheating on Piper in this playthrough, but that doesn't matter. It's oh. not what's important right now. <laughs> cheating on Piper with Hancock? Okay, no, I, I romance Piper and then the game broke and I lost her. I fully lost oh. her. She was not oh. in the mayor's office. She was not in public occurrences. And so I gave up. Yeah. And fell for a ghoul. <laughs> yeah. It's easy, though. Have you talked to Hancock? I okay. modded him, too. <laughs> What'd you yeah, mod him for? Hmm. So my dad and I really love modding in Fallout. So he installed all my mods for me. I have 100 going on my current playthrough. Wow. One of them he installed is called Sexy Hancock 2K. <laughs> so, I need to look up what that looks like. Yep. It's, I mean, he looks better. I wouldn't. I still wouldn't say sexy. He still looks ghoulish. He's based on the concept art from the book. Ooh. I've okay, seen. Wait. I've seen you play. Uh, it still wouldn't. But okay. Wait. Since we're waiting on Shaco, can I tell my really quick Mass Effect one? Yeah. It's only like thirty yeah. seconds. Okay, so I installed a mod to do Femme Chepkin Romance Ashley as well, and one. I accidentally romanced Caden, Ashley, and Liara. During the conflict scene, all three of them showed up. Um, Caden and Ashley merged into one face. My computer <laughs> shut down. It didn't know what to do. It kicked me out of Steam. It kicked me out of EA Origins, and it just went, ooh, and that was it. So, oops. Oops. That's hilarious. <clears throat> I also just am looking at Sexy Hancock, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's the mutton chops that get oh, me. Oh, you don't have to have those. I don't have those. Oh, God, they're horrible. Yeah, they're horrible. He has, like, creepy demon eyes in that one. I don't like it. Well, you can change the eye color. Oh, okay. Well, the the picture I saw was terrifying. It wasn't sexy in any way. So, no, thank you. I will continue to play on my console. Clearly going to have to play Fallout 4, since I never have. Yeah, please. Hey, hey <laughs> the person in the top middle of mine has never played Last of Us. So, I know. Hey. Everyone who has I've played, never played a video played game. A game that I love, I'm shocked at. I'm like, but I love it, so you should love it. But they're just great games. Fallout's amazing. I started at Fallout 3. I never played the first or the second one. Um, and then New Vegas and Fallout 4. And I guess we'll never, ever get another Fallout with the right Bethesda goes. Kind of devoting all their time to Starfield. Maybe someday we'll get Elder Scrolls 6. I'm waiting on Maybe that Maybe my one. daughter will play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be an old lady or something. Or dead by the time it comes out. No. I hope not. I'd like to live forever because there's a lot of stuff to do. Do you want to take a quick little mid-break? Just... Uh, Shanko oh, messaged yeah. me. She's probably not going to be able to make it back. Oh, no. So. That sucks. But let's... Maybe take a mid-break. Yeah, because we don't have any additional reviews to read out tonight, and our patrons are here, and those who aren't actually here with us tonight, uh, Meiji and Shanko. Shanko sent me a message with the stuff that she has to read out, and Meiji sent us a little video to watch, so we'll get their inputs as well. But as always, you guys are seriously freaking amazing. I mean, the Patreon episodes really are so that way we can show our love back to you. 
and get your opinions on the games that, well, I can't say that we all play and love because apparently my gaming background is severely lacking, but I'm getting there. Toasty, Apollo, Shanko, oh, Captain Shanko, Meiji Moos, and our newest hopeless romantic, Miss Cloudy Atlas. Thank you. Thank you. All the loves. Yeah. Thank you to regular listeners, too. You're you're cool. You're just not as cool. <laughs> but also, if you didn't know, Cloudy does all, like all of our recent art on our Twitch streams. And like we posted a lot on social media mm-hmm. of her amazing digital art. So check her out. Cloudy Atlas 22 on Twitter. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta plug the plugs. Plug the we don't plugs. have to wait till the end. We plug when we want. <laughs> <laughs> all the plugs, all the time. Let's get this party started. We've done all the things. I think it's time to get back into the show. So like I said at the top of the show, Meiji Moos was unable to make it tonight, but he sent in a little recording. So I'll play that for you now. What's up, everybody? Meiji Moose here. Just wanted to quickly say I'm so sad that I couldn't uh, be there for the patron chat tonight. Much love to the two girls and their one ship and the other you know, fellow patrons as well. Just wanted to quickly say my big like romance screw up was that in Mass Effect 2, you know, it's it's you can finally romance Tally. You finally get the opportunity to kind of like talk to her and like, you know, uh, maybe like understand her on a deeper level and even get to romance her and whatnot. And then during the suicide mission, I accidentally got her killed (laughs) on my first playthrough of Mass Effect 2. It was the saddest moment of all time. But that's my story, I guess. If you're out there and you love the two girls one ship, just like I do, what are you doing? Sign up for the Patreon, gosh dang it. You get to participate in stuff like this. Amazing events like the patron chat that happens on the last Friday of every month. What are you doing? Love you guys. Thank you, Meiji. I love you too. Um, And then Commando Shank, Captain Shanko sent in. Uh, we'll start there. Okay. My ninja romance was Vincent from Fable 3. I was doing the marriage of inconvenience quest and thought he was the worst, but I was doing a full evil run. So I married him, killed his wife, and then ruthlessly cheated on him. I honestly just fell in love with that romance, quote, quote, and kept him in Brightwall as a trophy husband. Nice. Nice. Uh, He divorced me when I tried for an orgy with a male prostitute. I also remember that that game had a counter for how many times your character had sex or how many STDs they had. I forgot how fucked up Fable was. Oh, I played that. I remember you start out as a kid. Wait, which Fable is this one? Fable 3. Okay, yeah, that's the one I played. I was like... I don't remember an STD counter though. I Maybe you never got one. Wait, and I was like, "This is not nice." Maybe the counter only started if you got an STD. Oh yeah, Fable. maybe that's true. Fable's a trip. Isn't there a new Fable supposed to happen? Yeah. Did it happen? Not is yet. it ever? Oh, okay. What is it with games just never coming out? I wish they would. I loved Fable Three. It was fun. Yeah. I have. I didn't know about the. <laughs> the STDs, though, pretty realistic. I've only played 
the Fable 1, like, remaster or whatever the heck they did. I just remember that in order to romance Lady Grey, you had to kill the brother of your childhood best friend and go a completely evil route to do so. So, of course, I did it. Of course. Why not? All right. I think I'm going to put Fable on the list for 24 because, damn, I forgot how many. It's been so long since I've played them. But I know I've played all the games. I remember getting so evil that you had, like, the huge demon horns. I don't remember which one that was. Let me guess. You got angel wings. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I remember getting a halo or something, like, angelic. Then you said angel wings. I'm like, yeah, that was it. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Bunch of goody two-shoes. Nuh-uh. Not me. I've never me. earned a halo. I know that. I'm not. I'm not saying that about you. <laughs> bravado. Because I went to Catholic school and they beat out all the rebellion with a yardstick mm. and a clipboard. True Only story. game I've been able to go full dark on is Knights of the Old Republic, and I felt so bad playing through that, having to be so mean. I just can't do it anymore. But evil's fun sometimes. For whatever reason, like when I play Skyrim or any Elder Scrolls game, like I will always join the Assassin's Guild or whatever that's called. I can't remember right now because I'm so mm-hmm. sleepy. And I will always, the, the Thieves' Guild and the Assassins, I'll always join them, which like morally, right? They're evil. But those missions are so fun. Oh, so yeah. I have no problem doing that. And there's no like morality system in Skyrim, really. Yeah. So, but if there is one, I'm going to be good. I just can't be me. I don't know. That and you get the best horse. He's the best horse. Cool, glowy red eyes. Yes. And he has the best health, too, so he never dies. Yeah, he can't. fight. Mm -hmm. I think he does. If he dies, he just comes back, though. Yeah, you just go back to his pond. You can kill him, and he'll just respawn. All right. And you Um, get amazing armor. Oh, yeah. Well, as for, like, me, I don't really have any accidental ones except for the first mistake that a lot of Mass Effect players do. Because, I mean, there were the Witcher 1 romance that I was not expecting, but that wasn't really a romance. That was just a let me figure out how dialogue selection works and oops, my dick fell in you. She's not wrong. (laughs) She's not. But, of course, there is the Shaira is that all? And that's the, the, what the words say? Is that everything? You scratch the back of your head and then the next scene pops to a sex scene that I just wasn't expecting. But even if I had known that that's what was going to happen, I would have picked that selection. So I can't really call it accidental. (laughs) I don't have any accidental romances. I've accidentally not had a romance go through. I modded Mass Effect 1 to be, it was like the make Mass Effect 1 more gay. And I was trying to romance Caden in 1 as Broship but I modded too late in the game and it was already past the lock-in. So, because I wanted to go Caden, Jack, Caden, and now I can't. Sad face. So, celibate in the game one. I'm gonna wake up alone. V, you want to tell your harrowing tale? (laughs) My harrowing tale. Okay, let me set the scene. I wrote out a story. (laughs) Um, so... Some background on this. This is Dragon Age Inquisition. So still Bioware, not Mass Effect, but I've always been a huge Dragon Age fan since high school when Origins came out. When Dragon Age Inquisition came out, I was in the Navy. 
And I literally took a week of leave off to play it when it first came out because I was so excited. I played it a million times every time I romance Solus because I'm stupid and like pain. And then I put the game down for a few years. And so the last time I played it was when this happened. My mistake. I hadn't played it for like five years. And last year I had a big surgery with a complication. So I was down for like six months just waiting to heal. That's when, it, luckily, when Legendary Edition came out. So I like played my way through that, played my way through Andromeda. And then I was like, hmm, let me pick up Inquisition again. And this time around, I was like, let me flirt with everybody. I'm just going to flirt with everybody because I've never done that. I'm always very targeted with who I want to romance. And I only flirt with them just to be safe. And I was going to romance Solus again because I'm a stupid masochist. And I wanted to just, I guess, experience the same thing all over again. <laughs> and, you know, you get Blackwall in your party and you're at Haven and the one time you talk to him outside of recruiting him he's by the blacksmith and the flirt option is literally and i quote you're oddly charming for a man i found wandering the forest and then you can follow that up with you're much better suited to standing in front of dragons whilst they try to eat you because you know those are like the top flirty things right like that's so good and that's it that's the last time you can flirt with him until you get to Skyhold. And then, you know, he gets all stressed out and he takes you up on the battlements. And he's like, I'm a piece of shit. You can't like me. I'm not special. You're special. I'm just a lowly soldier. Duty, honor, blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, no, you're special. And then you walk away. Like, you just walk away from the battlements. No kissing, no nothing. That's the lock-in scene. That's the lock-in scene for freaking Blackwall. It's called a soft lock because you can dump him technically, but like you lock out other romances until you dump him, which is not until way later in the game. And so la-di-da little me goes to talk to Solus. And I'm like, it's time for the Haven fade scene where I get to kiss him and lock in our romance. And I'm playing through the scene and the kiss option does not pop up. And I'm like, what? What happened? What'd I do? And I Googled it and I found out that was Blackwall's lock and scene. And I was like, no. So I looked at my saves. I was like, it's fine. I can still salvage this. And my last save before that conversation was 16 hours in the past because I'm an idiot. And I forgot what it was like to play Dragon Age, I guess, and not save like all the time because of paranoia. And so I literally was just like, I have nothing better to do. I will do that. And so I just reloaded it. And I romance freaking Solus again because I'm stupid. I don't know why. Like, if I objectively look at Solus, he sucks. But I can't help myself. And I don't want to romance Blackwall. We'll get into why probably next year at this rate. But, yeah, that's my accidental romance story. I was so mad. I literally stood up in my living room and was like, no, no. Why did I do that? Because I, when I saw it was 16 hours, I was like, I can salvage this. No, it was so much more of a commitment. Just for a guy that dumps you at the end of the game. Yay. The standing Thanks. up and yelling in the middle of your room is very Snoop Dogg of you. <laughs> well. Okay, so you said that we will get to why you pick, you wanted Solus over Blackwall when we finally get to Inquisition in, like, 2024. Yeah. No, it better be next year. Can't be that long away. Is it that long away? No, never mind. We're doing three <laughs> and three in three so yeah. we're good yeah okay yeah but yeah i'll get into that why i mean like i don't know if i could pick 
I would pick probably Dorian, but I never want to play it as a man, so I'll never be able to romance it. So then I just go to Solus. I don't know. I think the reason why I like him is the same reason why I like Thane so much. It's the whole star-crossed lover thing. They can't be together, so I want them to be together. Okay. It's a sickness. I don't know. And Blackwall is... He's just annoying. I don't know. He's just... its To me, it's just... It's so clingy. Like, you talk to him one time, and he's like, I guess we're in love now, forever and ever. And like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. He just goes all in real fast. But a 16-hour save scum for a romance you've already experienced? That's yeah. intense, V. <laughs> well, because I know what Blackwall's whole situation is, and I don't want to date that. I don't want to date him. He's He's like... Ned Stark with anxiety, and it's just not my thing. Mm. <laughs> Cloudy has opinions. <laughs> I hate Solus so much. Like, I just won't besmirch him. Oh, no, go ahead. I Like I said, if I'm looking at Solus, I'm like, he is a piece of shit. He's, like, so high and mighty, so whatever. But, like, his scenes of his romance are so good. Even though they're, there's nothing more than kissing. They're just... He really makes you feel like he likes you, and, like... And then when you find, I don't want to okay, spoilers, everybody, but like when you find out that he's Fenharel and he's just like a literal god and you were almost enough to sway him from his mission. And then that's just kind of romantic. So I like that. But at the end of the day, I guess we'll find out with Dragon Age 4, maybe. But I mean, maybe he does end up, I, I just, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like if you romanced him and how that world state will play out because Solus is kind of the big bad of Dragon Age 4 according to all the promotional materials. We'll see. I don't know. My hope in no, 4 is you can kill him. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I'm fine with that. <laughs> it's like, I understand, but I can't stop romancing him for some reason. I, it's, I don't know why. I can't defend him. He's kind of terrible. Well, I think that's everything <laughs> for tonight then. Yeah, I'm sorry Shanko couldn't stay. And Meiji oh, couldn't be here. Yeah, and Meiji couldn't be here. Although I was happy to hear your Fallout story, Cloudy. Because that was awesome. Yeah, I tried Honest to mix it up from Mass Effect, so... Yeah. No, honestly, though, that was compelling. And I didn't even know that character existed, let alone that you could romance them. And it happened, like, two days ago, so I'm still kind of annoyed. <laughs> yeah. It was like, mine was last year, but I still remember... I was only mad because I had to replay 16 Hours. My friend, best friend, Eileen, who loves Iron Bowl... She was like, just romance Blackwell. He's got a pretty good romance. I'm like, no, Eileen, no. Solos are nothing. How long are your Dragon Age Street playthroughs? I feel like 16 hours is a decent chunk of the game. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, there's so many side quests. That was just me, like, dicking around in the wilds and then doing the, I think it's called In Your Heart Shall Burn, the mission. I don't know, when, when Corypheus attacks Haven and... Then you march to Skyhold. And then the first conversation you can have with Blackwall and Skyhold is that conversation. So it's like, I just went around talking to all my companions and most of them had like cutscene conversations. And that's what this was. And um, yeah, so that's how that happened. I guess I just, I don't know why I hadn't saved in so long. I know better. I've been playing Bioware games for more than half of my life. So I should have known. I was mostly mad at myself. Hot take. Don't save Scone. Learn to live with the consequences of your actions. No! 
I should I should maybe do that, but Cloudy's a real save scummer. I see how much you quick save every time you're playing Fallout. Don't lie. <laughs> by the end you're of like Mass Effect every, three, I was at save five hundred and ninety two. Like, yeah. Did you say yeah. by the four, end of three? Huh? Four hundred or one hundred? One hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I save I a do lot. That. I don't care, Tosi. I was able to reload that save right before I romance Gilded, and I have no regrets other than her. Yeah. That's how I, I normally play too. I'll have multiple save files. Like I'll have three and then I'll just save the oldest one. Or then if, if it's like right before some sort of important scene that I don't know how it's going to play out way later, I'll keep that save for later. And I'll remember like, oh, save 40 is right before this mission. And like, I'll have that running in my head. So that's what I did for Mass Effect 3 because I had a save right before you did the tango for Garrus. So whenever I wanted to relive that moment, I could just reload that save. Okay, I have, have that a one. couple minutes to watch the tango scene, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm happy again. Yep. You know, strategic save. Sometimes you just got to save so you can take a shower with trainer and then not romance. Go back and not <laughs> yeah. romance. Save so that way you can run a fuck Jack and then go back and load it. <laughs> I was literally just thinking of that. <laughs> so I wouldn't say it's save scumming, but I definitely have a, a specific save just so that I can play through the Judy romance whenever I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. So good. I love Judy so much. Soon. <laughs> yes. Soon, soon, soon. So soon. <laughs> uh, is speaking she the of best soon, romance soon, soon. scene in any game? Is Judy the best romance scene in any game? Uh, is she? Oh. It's hot. I, I think it might be the best romance scene in any game. Good. I have a few others know. to watch first. And then I'll be able to make that determination. Because I have found out that I want to watch all of the romance scenes for a game before we start actually rating and reviewing the individual games within that series. Mm. Because if I go out, like with Miranda, going back, it was like, okay, I hadn't watched Miranda before, but I hadn't watched Tally before. There were a couple of romances that I hadn't watched. I had only known what I could base my own experiences off of. So comparing a garish romance scene to what we get with Miranda... Miranda hits a million times harder. And so I was like, hell yeah, that's like number 10. That is the best romance that we're ever going to get. And then I was like, wait a minute, but then there's Jacob. And then there's like all these other ones that hit too. So I want to be able to make sure that I can watch all of them before I actually figure out who my, who's going to get my solid 10 for that series. As of right now, Judy is like a nine. The cigarette. The cigarette. I knew something, it was going to happen. She was like, I haven't watched Judy. That's, uh, that's amazing. I feel like I have a different take only because you guys are describing sex scenes. Where for me, I think of sex and romance as two separate things. They can happen together, but they don't always. So for me, I'm like, I don't need to see a sex scene for it to be a good romance scene. Like if there's true emotion and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like my immediate thought is like not the best one, but like a good one. You know, it's like Gareth saying goodbye to you as his girlfriend right before you make the beam run, or you know, like oh no, and on a, a lot of great romance scenes in Uncharted between Elena and Nate Drake. But like they don't, you don't see them having sex. So I guess if that's your standard, then it's not a hot scene, but like it's so touching. You know, that's that's what I like. I watched the full two hour condensed version of every scene that you have with judy so it's not like i'm just mm-hmm. skipping and fast forwarding to oh, those yeah. scenes. i'm watching the full romance no yeah i do too i just meant when you're talking when you're saying is judy's romance scene the best out of all of them i were you talking about her sex scene 
Because you were was, talking about Miranda's too, right? I was, but I'm also talking about the whole thing. Judy, if we're sorry, Mass Effect, but Judy's my favorite romance ever in any game. Yeah. Judy's awesome. I haven't played She's a great. lot, but like I feel like it's pretty difficult to beat personally for me because I, I think Cyberpunk does like I mean the characters and like getting to know the characters and everything right and the whole underwater portion of like yeah. the duty that's just mm-hmm. that's just like next level like it's like sure you mind metal with pan in but it's so that you like can have sex and feel each other's orgasm or whatever and it's like oh <laughs> stick that's cool but you like mind meld with judy to like experience the memories of her childhood and it's like okay <laughs> like mm-hmm. this is significant she feels like a real relationship because of that you know you go deeper that's why i like her she's just a good person it's a good game but i think right now it's time for us to kind of wrap up the show for tonight and call these accidental romances put no more <laughs> No more accidents. Only intentional romances from here on out. Toasty, what you got going on? Well, I am the host of the Witcher Lorecast, also on the Robots Radio Network. Um, And I am also a member of the... Well, not for the current recording that they are posting, not yet. But I have joined the Cyberpunk's Rocket Club show for season two of their show. And so when that drops, you will hear my really annoying voice. So, The melodious monotonousness of toast off, toasty toast and op- <laughs> Jesus, God, that was... All right, yeah. My tongue had a um, little bit of a seizure there. I apologize. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear more of Genesis, she hops on those Patreon episodes for, for Witcher. So you can, you can hear from her there. Apollo, what you got going on? I do not have a lot going on. At the moment, got three weeks of school left, and I get two and a half months off. That's Ooh. what I got going on. Finish the school year. Nice. What are you going to play while you're on summer break? Last year, it was pretty big for you, and you picked up Mass Effect, and look at where we are now. Well, I'll still be playing Mass Effect, obviously. I'm going to have to play Uncharted 4. I've tried it before, and I get tired of climbing, but I can, I can do it. I can do it. And I'm gonna, apparently I'm going to need to play Fallout. I'm definitely going to have to go back and play Cyberpunk. Who knows? I've got 400 hours of games to play. So who knows? Have you have you played Witcher before? <laughs> I played Witcher 3. I have. I, pl- I played Witcher 3, did the whole thing. I liked it. I've got, I was playing Witcher 2 on my laptop when my PS5 was broke. So I could always go back and play that. But when the PS5 came back. Sorry, sorry, Witcher 2. Gotta go back to Horizon. Brand new shiny game on brand new shiny console or game that's been around for quite a long time on a... <laughs> with clunky combat. Yeah. Well, brand new shiny it. game that I've been waiting a year to come out and then my PS5 broke on the weekend it came out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I had to go back. I mean, to be fair, it's, yeah. Witcher 1 and 2 are not Witcher 3, so... That is a very true statement. <laughs> but that's really what it did. they didn't get. They didn't get awards as as much as Witcher Three did. So, uh, Cloudy, what you got going on? I feel like I already got my shout out. You shouted out my Twitter. That's pretty much what I do. And sometimes I'm on the Mass Effect Lorecast as a Patreon. Um, okay, so I do know that Meiji Moose is uh, on Twitch and YouTube. 
at Meiji Moose. So you can find him there. He's also on the Robots Radio Discord. And Captain Shanko has joined forces with Psych88 to create a Marvel lore cast. I don't know the exact specifics of it yet, but they have joined the Robots Radio Rocket Club to tag up and tag team out some of the major battle scenes within the Marvel Universe. I believe she is now Captain Shanko in the Robots Radio Discord. And of course, you can always, I think all of you are in the Two Girls, One Ship personal Discord. So you can find us all on there. I, of course, am Genesis. And you can find me in the Robots Radio Discord. uh, Or you can come and follow us on all the social medias at Two Girls, One Ship. Or by going to the Patreon directly at patreon.com slash Two Girls, One Ship. Yeah, and you can find me in all the same Discord places you can find Genesis. Also, catch us on Twitch, YouTube, live streaming Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Podcast audio comes out on Mondays because you always need something good on a Monday. That's it. That's all, folks. Thanks for listening, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora, and all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.